This is the Financial Coconut, Singapore's first personal finance podcast network. And I'm Timothy Mazier, Editor-in-Chief of Blockhead. Join me and the crew on our weekly Friday segment as we filter out the noise in the crypto space and keep you updated on the ideas that actually matter. This is Blockcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, welcome to another episode of Blockcast. I'm your host, Reggie, aka your chief financial coconut. Hi, I'm Mark. I'm the founder and CEO of Blockhead. And this is Timothy Mazir, managing editor at Blockhead. Hello, Bosley here. Hey, bro, cannot you must say like Jose Bo, where everybody. <laughs> Jose oh. Bo, everybody. Uh, I'm Bos- Bosley back <laughs> okay. in the house, you know, something like that, yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, Jose Bo, Bosley here. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it, I love it. But hey, really, I, I always find your videos damn funny because okay. it always starts with that. Hey, everybody, Jose Bo. <laughs> That's like when the market is tanking, right? Actually, not very Jose uh, recently. <laughs> so yeah. I always find quite funny. <laughs> Candid a bit. Uh. Edutainment, uh, they call it. Yeah, edutainment. As, as the candle goes. As the candle goes, yeah. So for all of you tuning in, uh, I'm back this week. But as you can tell, my voice is quite bad uh, this week. Right? So I'm down with a flu. Uh, but I'm very glad to be back with the crew, right? And like I said, like, every time I record with you guys, it's like, yeah, weekend's coming, right? So looking forward to that. But this week, a lot of big news. Uh, a lot of crazy things happening uh, in the market, right? Uh, okay, uh, maybe on more on the legislation side once again. So it is what it is, you know, as we continue to cover all these interesting stuff for you. Uh, who wants to roll? Who wants to roll on the first story uh, the big story of the week okay i can start with this um it's about ledger ledger wallet um ledger wallet owners aren't too happy about its latest feature which is called ledger yeah they they they're f-ing pissed off that's why it's like you know like i think that is the <laughs> that is the that is the right texture that's the right but cannot that tim is a professional journalist you are his boss is different you okay. can say what you want to say right <laughs> Okay, okay. The, the, the feature, the feature is called Ledger Recover. So what is, it? what is it? It's an optional subscription service, $9.99 a month, included in the latest Ledger Nano X firmware update. So what it is, is it allows users to back up their secret recovery phrase and restore their wallet wherever and whenever, even if their original device is lost, damaged, or stolen. So how it works is that the user's seed phrase, 16 or 24 words um, that you use to gain access or recovery uh, to your wallet, is divided into three encrypted fragments, each sent to different external entities. And then you have your ID uh, verification, like national ID or whatever, that you provide um, you know, to these three custodians, and they will recover or reconstruct the original seed phrase you know, from these three parties. So it's opt-in. It's so why is it bad? <laughs> it sounds quite good, no man? Like you protect your password. Correct, but the thing is that it has broken trust with uh, with users because Ledger, for a long time, has said that you know the secret recovery phrase cannot be taken out from the wallet. You know this goes against how cold wallets work in the first place, right? The idea here is that like you know the most secure way of storing your freaking 
crypto is also the most archaic way, meaning that like, you know, it has got to be completely offline. You know, that means that, you know, you store your password and you, you know, that's why people get tattoos of the freaking, like, you know, like, like seed freeze. Okay. Right. Yes, right. And that one is so, waiting for you know, kidnap to happen. Guys, guys, let's be clear, right? Tattoo of your seed phrase is not the most private thing. Unless you're gonna it is tattoo not. It. <laughs> it is not. Okay. But but I I'm using that reference because it has already happened. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. The, the reason why that has happened is because people have, you know, looked right. You can't even remember, like, you know, some people actually forget their banking, personal banking passwords, right? Mm. Like it is just like a reality that a lot of people just would would either lose or 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 can't or forget. You know these like twenty four word uh, seed phrases. Mm-hmm. You know, so I th- I think what Ledger is trying to do here is just okay. Look, let's offer some balance between security, right, and then at the same time also you know like give people some sort of way to get their keys back if let's say they lose it. But I think people are really pissed off because you know there is no middle ground here. I mean the whole point of of them even buying a, a cold wallet is because they they just want it fully secure and there's you know no they're not yeah. surprised at the idea. They're surprised. Yeah. They're shocked that this is even possible. Yeah, for yeah. A long yeah, time, yeah, yeah. That means that it must have been possible. built into the yeah. hardware, right? Mm. Correct. Uh, so, uh. you know, some people had compared this to like, you know, Apple's uh, secure environment on, on the phone, you know, like um, that, you know, even the, the, the Fed doesn't have access to if, if they want. Lies. Uh, but, Lies. But now, <laughs> yeah. but now Ledger is saying that, hey, actually, uh, if you just pay us 10 bucks a month, we can manage this for you. Mm. Um, well, you, you buy a hardware wallet thinking it's a it's a one-off purchase for 100 bucks or whatever no well not now it's a monthly subscription service like everything else in your life mm-hmm. i'd I like to share something with regards to this for ledger so like what you all have mentioned so in order for this social recovery Wait. feature to come alive first you need to opt in uh. second you will need to upgrade the firmware then once you upgrade the firmware this feature will be available then you can choose to opt in and uh, like what Tim say you have to pay and like what Mark say it is because for a crypto holder what you want is to like if you want to hold it like in cold storage right technically when you upgrade the firmware you shouldn't have this kind of uh, features where you can leak out there's a potency for an exploit even if you don't opt in because now it becomes a feature on the hardware wallet that you can actually share the encrypted seed phase with three other parties, right? And this is how they do the social recovery. In my opinion, if this was on a new device or new product, then they will not have so much backslash. Because one of the things about crypto is uh, handling crypto wallet. And uh, like what Mark says, some people even forget their bank password. So if you want to have mass adoption and want users to come on board easily, you need to have this kind of social recovery. A sort of like a balance, like what he said, like for the typical user, your Ledger Nano X, which is the one that is being pushed out to a lot of people right now, uh, are being used by a lot of crypto native. They already know how to use already. They already can embrace uh, crypto. They do not want to KYC. They want full cold storage. They, they shouldn't touch this product. But this is what I mean. Um, so I think the big backslash <laughs> is that uh, because they uh, use okay, it on okay. the, That's a fair point. They upgrade this existing product, right? So there was a lot of backslash, especially coming from crypto native. Because if you think about it, when you first heard Tim talk about it, like Yoji yourself, you say it was quite a good feature update, right? Because uh, in any case that you truly lost all your seed phase, there is a way to recover. But you need to KYC. This kind of thing are not like the typical hardcore crypto native. They don't like this kind of stuff, right? They want it to be 
don't need to KYC, only I know what I'm doing and all, all this. Uh, so I feel that they should have just have this feature on another product. Uh, because right now, they have turned my Legend Nano X yeah. into a more secure hot wallet. Yeah. Mm, mm, fair, fair. Actually, actually, that is what I would think of doing if, if it was me. It's like, okay, let's just release a new version and say that in this new version, there are new features. Mm. Right. And but to be fair, microchip is a microchip. Once you download up a, a, a new OS, right, or updated OS, then you're essentially downloading a, a whole stream of code that can allow to do some of these things, right? So it is what it is, you know. But I'm quite amazed that this is the story of the week, like, actually. You know, as mm. an as an outsider, right? When I look at it, it's like, okay, great, huh? it's just system update, huh? right? It's not a bad feature. <laughs> but I kinda understand what you're saying. I mean, I I, I bought a a code wallet for the reason that like, you know, I, I just didn't trust anything online. La. <laughs> you mean FTX? Huh? You yeah. mean that era? <laughs> all, all that shit, la, you know? So like, you know, and I think a lot of people actually bought cold wallets in the aftermath of those incidents as well. Yeah. Right? Thinking that they take, taking their keys and, and all, all the off-chain, right, and offline, right, would be the safest way. So this is kind of like, yeah, definitely a big bump in the road la, because then it'd be like, what's the difference between the, I mean, there is, it's still definitely more secure than like, you know, like leaving it on an exchange for sure. La. Right. Yeah. Actually, what makes you so sure is is safer than living in an exchange. You are now leaving it in one party's hands, right? I'm 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 using I'm using a, a nano ledger. Oh, so I was asking about the like, do you all own any hardware wallet? Yeah, I mean, I've got a ledger nano. I'm using a SafePal local company. Local company, you trust a local company. <laughs> hey, hey, not say cannot. Not say hey, sensitive. Hey, sorry, sorry. Wow, Reggie. Like, wow. Made in, made in, <laughs> made in SG don't want to work with me <laughs> anymore. No, 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 no. SG, great. I love it, man. High security. Yeah, right. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. Okay, but, 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 you know, there have been few other innovations in this respect, right? Like, okay, we went to like some yeah crypto conventions in the past. The kind of products that they were touting to secure your seed phrase or like a seed phrase um, tools, right? One of which was a uh, fireproof notebook. <laughs> okay, so still <laughs> encouraging you to put pen to paper. But now these are like careproof, fireproof, whatever <laughs> notebook. Okay, it costs like 50 bucks US. <laughs> wow. Another one, okay, it made me feel, feel like I was in primary school with a spy kit. It's like a pen which can only be read under UV light. <laughs> they actually encourage you to use this UV light pen plus the fireproof notebook together in combination. This is $70 US. <laughs> Actually, the best way, uh, do you know how Vitalik store his uh, seat face? <laughs> I think he shared once before. I think that incident was because uh, Shiva Inu sent some uh, token over to his wallet. Correct. Yeah, right? he burned them, But he, right? he didn't yeah. want to have it, right? So he need to donate the whatever Shiva Inu that he received. But in order to make that transaction, he had to get his wallet up and running. Uh. And uh, what, he, what he does is he split his seat face into like, let's say it's a 12-word seat face. Six of it is with him. Six of it is with his uh, family or he keep it elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, and on paper, mm. that's the most uh, safest. You don't need to trust any device, no firmware upgrade. But he also wrote a paper and shared that uh, like social recovery is one of the important things lah, when it comes to handling this kind of seat face because back to the question or uh, like if you want to onboard a lot more users, uh, this is one of the important things that we need to have. Yeah. But paper uh, is the best. 
I mean, that, that, we that, like gimmicks, right? Like for me, I also own Ledger. Yeah. That, that, there's also an, another uh, quite quite there very there are many variations of this uh, but essentially it's uh metal keys that you put that you assemble on a strip, uh, like in a grid, and it goes into like a fireproof matchbox. So this Whoa. is like stainless steel or like iron or I don't know what lah. So it's like a small little brick, super heavy. And inside is just little metal keys like you would typesetting for a newspaper back in the day. That thing, about $100 US, has your 16 words. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I see Reggie shaking his head. <laughs> I shocked, yeah. I shocked how... Okay, okay. to be fair, yeah, uh, the crypto, my crypto is not any big part of my portfolio. So I will not feel the... I mean, don't don't, the don't, hate, the, don't hate the player, man. Hate the game. No, no, no I mean, I, I'm not hating the play. I'm just bemused, you know? <laughs> it's like, wow, you know, people go, okay, and to be fair, you know, if I have, if I have a lot of holdings in the crypto space, then yeah, yeah, I may go to that kind of level. Like, of course, right? Because if your all your worth is there, then you jolly well build up the security, right? I mean, so, another one, another one, also local company uh, with a... Uh, Support local. Oh, local, very good one. Huai Ting. <laughs> UKS, UKS, they, they do hardware wallets as well, but their hardware wallet involves two devices. One is your wallet and one is the seed phrase. So you don't have to remember any seed phrase. There's nothing on paper, but it's on another device. So you need both at the same time. So you're mm. encouraged to like keep them separately or whatever. But now you have the uh, problem of what if you lose either one. Is Blockcast going to find this hardware wallets for a sponsor? There is actually the 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 alternative here is that to do you know there are there are memory systems out there that train you how to kind of remember things and then if you're able to I mean dude like they really are and like you you, yeah, can, yeah. you can actually kind of like lock it into your brain and then yeah. like you know like you'll be able to remember it so maybe that that is the best and most secure way yeah guys I don't know man I I feel like if if you remember you you want to like lose one pair of keys it's really quite jealous now you gotta make sure you don't lose two pair of keys right yeah. I, I'm not sure if that, I'm not sure if that's that's innovation but yes like what Brian said right we should get a sponsor so we don't flame too hard. Uh. You know? <laughs> if not, if safe not, pal, safe pal. Yeah, no, no, if not, no sponsor already. So Wait, yeah, right. it is It is what it is, right? Uh, for all you, you know, it, it is in your back. Like, I mean, it's up to you to call, right? What what you need to do for yourself. Yes. I think once, once you're at the level of you know you need a hardware wallet, you're going to keep your crypto, you know, on a cold device. I think you should have all these other plans in mind on how you're going to store your seed phrase anyway. La. So I don't think this subscription service the Ledger is offering or whatever, it's not for cold wallet owners. La. It's just for people who might have used to store their, their crypto on, on exchanges. Cool. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. And I think that brings us to our second story of the day. Proposed crypto law in UK raises questions about investor protection and responsible gambling practices. This is the, uh, you know, the broad theme. But what has really happened here is that the UK wants to regulate crypto trading as gambling. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's Ooh. interesting. <laughs> that's, that's, that's interesting. What, what, what's the reasoning behind it? Well, look, so like um, the UK Parliament's Treasury Committee essentially stated that, you know, Bitcoin and ETH, uh, which comprises two thirds of all cryptos, 
right, are not backed by any currency or asset, right? And therefore, you know, as we all know, causing price volatility, blah, 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 and the possibility that all money invested in them may be lost. Mm. Uh, like any other speculative asset, you know? So in a recent report, uh, it, it warned that if retail trading and investing in unbacked cryptocurrencies were regulated, it might create a halo effect, making consumers believe the activity is safer than it actually is. This much I can agree. Yeah. Because I mean, obviously that regulation would offer a veneer of like safety at least, uh, that, uh, or at least uh, the impression that you will get, right? So on, on Tuesday, uh, the European Union passed the first global regulations for the cryptocurrency sector and said the underlying technology may help you know, streamline financial transactions, including cross-border payments. And there's quite a lot to get into here. Just some highlights, right? So EU member states approved the world's first complete set of laws to regulate cryptocurrencies, putting pressure on other nations like the UK and US to follow suit. And then the global regulatory body, IOSCO. How do you pronounce this uh, smoothie? Uh, IOSCO. IOSCO. It's an abbreviation. Like, you don't need to Yeah. That. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Uh, so they also announced the development of the first globally coordinated set of rules for crypto assets, aiming to address regulatory gaps and promote market stability. Right. So basically, what's happened here is that uh, the EU has come up with a with a you know like a comprehensive set of like you know like global regulations for the crypto sector, and then the UK has kind of followed suit by you know essentially saying that hey look. Right, with this in place, people are going to take it safer, and therefore we might need more protection, and we might want to kind of like you know regulate it as gambling, the same way we do casinos. Gambling is big in the UK, lah. I mean, you've gone to any high street in the in England, it's only betting shops, uh. So if if uh, regulating crypto, like you regulate gambling, then you're going to see like okay exchanges proliferate. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, look, like the, the the thing is that like I uh, where, where I think it's it's very unclear at the moment is also because you know gambling regulations are just also very disparate around the world, right? Like mm. in the UK, you could walk into like a pub and then like you know like there's you know, your pokey machines and all that crap in there, right? And then there's also online gambling laws. That means like it would really just I'm assuming that this is a tax issue as well, or like you know they have some some sort of compliance that if this actually passes, then the exchanges there would be subject to the same rules that you know your casino operators. Would or your online casino operators would. Effectively, I, I don't know how this actually will make a difference to like people looking to invest or trade. I mm. don't. You will see long disclaimer text uh, everywhere. I mean, if that's it, then so what? Uh, you know, it doesn't freaking matter, right? That, <laughs> that hasn't stopped me before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I guess it's it's uh, it has to do with, you know, education of uh, consumers. Uh. Yeah, that's what it is, right? No, but like, what are they trying to do here? Like, in, in a sense of, we must first define what is considered crypto trading, right? Like, is it just speculating in the markets, right? Then how, how are you going to tax that? Are you going to tax it from a listing point of view? Like, the people that list it in the markets, they will need to comply with certain things, you know? Or are you going to limit flows? Are you going to, you know, what are you trying to do? Like, like I, I, I don't know. It, it sounds it sounds way more complicated than, than what it is. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not familiar with UK tax laws myself or like, you know, how how earnings are taxed with regards to gambling proceeds. But if it already looks like it's going to encompass things like Bitcoin and Ethereum investing, then, you know, it's not just limited to... Yeah, um, that means it's borrowing the perception of this word called gambling. But actually, it is a it's a blanket term for many other components within the crypto ecosystem, right? If that's mm. the case, lah, which I don't know, it, it sounds it sounds quite weird. I think that, like in my opinion, it doesn't seem very plausible in my in my in my view. I mean, they're they're talking about it now, but it just adds another layer of complexity. I mean, right right now, they're already kind of like it, it's already so difficult to get a, a set of like coordinated 
and comprehensive crypto regulations. Mm. And then you, you want to add a gambling layer on top of that. You know, uh, it, it just sounds to me like just, you know, it's a lot of like banter, you know, in parliament. I mean, that's what parliament does, okay? No, right. It's, it's, right. But what I think is interesting here is that from a public commerce perspective, you know, I think that the, the, the different governments out there, it just shows, you know, it's just shifting attitudes, you know, of governments and regulatory bodies. All of them are just trying in, in yeah, I, I would say different approaches to to balance the risk while like, you know, like not putting a, well, we're not completely destroying innovation and also like, you know, like the money flow into space. That's what everyone wants. But it's, yeah, it's, so, so that, it's that, a is, that is what everyone wants, right? It's a Goldilocks, right? What, yeah. what are you trying to achieve? Yeah. yeah. Brian, any thoughts on this? I just feel that at least in the EU, they try to have some uh, structure uh, over compared to the US where there's totally no structure. So like what Tim say, right? So today, let's say if they classify under it as gambling, at least crypto companies have set of rules that they can skirt through all that. That's, that's other stuff. But, you know, at least you have a clear set of rules that this is how you need to operate, right? And uh, in a way also protect the retail investor. But, but, it, that, but it, that doesn't help the public perception of of the industry uh, that, you know, everyone is, uh, you know, saying, yeah, because oh, yeah, they are putting just... the term like gambling yeah, on Yeah, that's not but their the... main concern, what, guys, right? But, you know, guys, like, here, here's the thing I'm, I'm thinking of, right? So what? I mean, crypto, like a lot of, a lot of crypto trading is gambling, what? You know, like, I mean, look, look at all these, like, I mean, no, there's a there's a there's a difference between a colloquial perception and like <laughs> and like a legal structure behind back fair, behind fair the enough, term, bro. Cannot like enough. that just jump all right. But yeah, I, true, I'm true. I'm quite curious, right? Like, so what if they don't do anything, right? Like, is is so what if the UK does very arcane laws or or do big blanket laws? Is it gonna affect everyone? Like, is it gonna affect the mass? Or can you just continue to participate in the crypto space without the participation of the UK? Yeah, no, I I don't I honestly I mean I I don't think they matter. Enough. Yeah, because the past few weeks, right, Frankly we've speaking. all been talking about Hong Kong, la, Dubai, la, you know, like, you know, it's like, yeah. like UK, Sui, who's that, right? Like, it's yeah. like, yeah. it's like, what, you go there and buy 20 million pound property. Yes, that is the way, that is the place to go to, to store those kind of heavy, <laughs> heavy old school mm. wealth. But, but, I don't know, like, does it matter? Is it even important? Or is it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a good point. And also, um, the, the the retail segment, is it that important to the industry or ecosystem? Like, if you just take out UK retail from the whole, you know, space, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's mostly institutional participation anyway, but... Yeah. Yeah, but I have a different view. Also, we, we talk about Dubai and all this stuff, right? They have uh, different rules, but they, they are trying to set a standard, right? So, like, if EU keep on saying that uh, this is classified under gambling. It might affect other nations that who have no idea how to set a proper regulation yet. So, hey, why not we just follow? Yeah. Oh, but, but just just point, it's the UK, so not not the EU. Yeah, they're not oh, the EU anymore. It's UK. Yeah. The EU set of laws is something else that's concurrently happening. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, since I did study common law in school, uh, <laughs> if wow, well, that is know, like a uh, that is like a like a self tee up like that, you know, like yeah, like, no, but yeah. I mean, being you know, like it, we, we still can't give up like our you know, it's, it's we still have like our colonial colonial hang ups okay. like. You know? Okay. Like most of our legal systems have been imported from the UK, so Ooh. maybe we still we still look to them for some guidance here. I mean that, that that is one I don't know, like you know, but but I think in this 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 space, uh, in my opinion, it doesn't really matter in the big scheme the big scheme of things. Like, mm. It does not. Yeah, mm. yeah. So like, well, I mean, to me, it's just you know interesting to see how different governments are actually trying to articulate what they're thinking. Yeah. yeah. Fair, fair, fair. I think it's it's time for us to form an alliance, right? We should go and find a few of the other financial hubs, you know, that that matters and standardize and all that shit you know uh, in our own terms because there's a lot of value in being the one that set the standard mm. right like uh, you can do so much you can there's, there's so much to make out of it 
Yeah, and then the the tagline for the association can be alliance can be gamblers are people too. <laughs> can you not? Can you not draw unnecessary social references that get us cancelled for no rhyme or reason? <laughs> oh my goodness! I totally know what the kind of shit you consume, but, but that, that is another time. That's another time. Okay, so okay. we continue to embroil ourselves in the endless tussle between like regulators and everyone else. But yeah, I think the UK never mind they, They're not gonna stand for very much longer. At least in my worldview, like my worldview. But that's a different discussion. So yeah, uh, mostly bring bring us to the last story today. I take a break. Oh. Uh. Take a break. <laughs> yeah, the last story is uh very interesting. Uh, so crypto kidnappers sentenced to life in prison. Uh, so basically the background story is uh, two men has been sentenced to life in prison for stealing about 1.5 million US dollar worth of crypto. Mm-hmm. So this one involved kidnapping and threatening the victims with those HIV Shit. Yeah, But the, these needles, right? Uh, wait, wait, wait. Where uh, did this happen? Uh, this uh, happened in Vietnam. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Hey, why? Oh, why? Why? <laughs> is it a common hey, thing over there? Better, that you know, better that we state clarity. Our Vietnamese <laughs> listeners are, are are now wondering what's no, going no. on. No, because you mentioned HIV needles, right? Oh. So it's like, uh, where can this take place? Where is that? But, still but a the thing? thing here is, uh, I just want to add um two more quick points. Is that the needles? When they threaten the uh, the victims, uh, they say it's HIV. Uh, but uh, some of these needles are fake. Some, some are real. Uh. They also use fake guns. Uh, <laughs> but the interesting thing is uh, they are they use a GPS tracker to track the users and, and then, uh, yeah. then kidnap the victims at gunpoint. So I think the learning point here is that uh, how would they uh, know that you own a lot of uh, crypto? You don't wear a ledger around your neck, right? <laughs> uh, so, I mean, that's true. Like, how do you like kind of like you know like I mean, you you need to actually do a CSI or these on the targets first, like, right? Mm. Yeah. So then the learning point is simple: don't flex and don't go to all the random crypto event and flex. You know, or like well, or look, try to kumbaya there, everybody. There is another learning point in this, okay, guys. So just is just like not not crypto related, right? But if you are ever under a situation where someone is threatening threatening to book you with like HIV laden needles, right? Yeah. When infected blood or like, you know, when, when, when these things kind of like uh, encounter oxygen, right, these viruses are very fragile, okay? So the way to kind of infect someone with like HIV, right, is that you need a syringe full of blood, right? And you need to jab you with it and then inject the damn blood into your freaking like bloodstream, right? <laughs> a, t- a, t- a tainted needle is not, not going to give you anything, but maybe like tetanus or some shit like that. And, and, today's, you know, because it, it, and today's podcast yeah, so, so just, is brought to be by Action for AIDS. <laughs> 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 I mean, there are, there are a lot of misconceptions here, like, right? But like, you know, like, I mean, dude, like, how are they going to keep like, you know, the HIV virus on a freaking needle, right? Alive and well, while they go and find a victim, right? Yeah. Well, so while they threaten you, you, then there's like a 30, 30 minute so, threat. It's like, so you want yeah, so, the one, you want the one, the one, you want like, <laughs> so, so like, you know, unless like, you, know, you see them dip it in blood and then like jab you a bit immediately after, right? You're pretty you're good, like, you know, tell them to bring it. Okay, okay. Thanks for the short little AFA kind of uh, add-on, but but learning, learning point. point. Great AFA <laughs> should sponsor us, but but that's besides the point. Right? Back back to wait, this wait, thing wait. on like kidnapping. So, 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 it's crazy, I, man. I, I I'm reading the, the the news report now. So basically, the perpetrator, the leader of this heist, uh, a kidnapping, actually lost money. You know, due to so-called bad advice from this guy, Le Duc Nguyen. That's the guy that they, they threatened with the needles. Uh. So the guy who lost money that, that orchestrated this heist hired two ex-cops to track down this person and kidnap him. And then there's like 14 other people involved. So now 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 you know now now they are they're facing 
uh, th- those other guys are uh, nine to nineteen years. Um, scam. But, yeah, there was a there was a there was Another a fake motorbike point. crash as well and, and threats against the family. But um, I mean, it's Vietnam, huge crypto adoption. Everyone is in the space. Well, look to to me, it it feels nice to see some of these crypto criminals, like you know, like being brought to justice. You know, I mean, obviously the main ones are still out there at large. You know, like who, uh, like who, like who? You know, I mean, like you know, like your 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 famous guys, like, You know, I I, I don't, we don't we don't need to say their names here, <laughs> but it's all over the news. <laughs> it's okay, well, I can say why. Well, it's okay, <laughs> right? But I mean, like people have been looking for justice in this space for a while, so I mean, I mean this is like you know the first step in a long line of convictions that might follow. No, but this is but <laughs> oh my goodness, but I I I think the the link the learning point is don't go online and you know even after you make very good money in the space and go and flaunt around right isn't that the main learning point for sure, right, right? For sure. not not some of like justice shit right to, to be exact I think I think uh, this is not an isolated case right there's quite a few cases of this kind of like crypto oh yeah yeah you know, what's yeah like if you are talking about uh, like kidnapping crypto then uh, there was also a previously I think there was also a news on uh, in Australia where there's this uh, female influencer she also flexed lah like how she made wealth of uh, crypto and uh, there was a kidnapping that took place but it was not on her it was on her husband uh, her partner. Well, that, that is just... Yeah. And then uh, pay money to solve this kind of problem. Uh. So I think on top of like... Uh, I mean, if you do something bad to someone and uh, in a country where the regulation are less strict, of course, you have people coming back after you. Uh. Another thing is also not to flex. I think it's quite interesting, right? Why would you want to flex that you... A lot of wealth of uh, crypto online, mm. but that's what they do, right? You have your Lamborghinis with like uh, they were all rent one, they were rented one, right? I give you, I can give you contact cheaper, cheaper, <laughs> <laughs> and then we film some like you know, uh, Chinese New Year like video. <laughs> something <laughs> but that, that's why crypto entrepreneurs are attracted to dubai right because that's where they can flex openly and that's what everyone oh, yeah, is doing they want flex openly yeah, yeah. but there one, Miami i think like if whatever. everyone is lumbo then it's quite common already right that's why they uh, know, that's why they use white tiger as pets right and all those kind of weird shit that i see on instagram <laughs> so yeah i mean flexing is part of the, this whole thing right i don't know yeah I don't know i mean i really wish it wasn't la, honestly i really wish it wasn't la. you know it, a, bit, just, a bit rich coming yeah. from you ah, but but uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's, it's okay. You you always flexing your uh, uh, common law. You know, you flex. I, wasn't flex- I was just trying to provide some value. Like I mean, like it was a it was a point of opinion. No, no, no. You know what? <laughs> no, no, no. I I agree. I agree. That's just disturbing. Just disturbing. But but yeah, I think I think overall overall there's a lot of uh, good tips today, lah. Like, uh, like with the AFA stuff together with the law and all those kind of stuff right so i don't know if you tune into the right show you know but but it is a it is a good show it is a good show today it's been a while with you guys any any last things to add for for these things in the crypto space you know but yeah hey guys just don't flex ah. don't flex. you make your money go and buy your do what do what you need to do don't go around telling people you got a lot of shit la. don't get a crypto tattoo la. yeah yeah especially yeah. especially not your seed phrase yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. that, 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 that's a good one yeah yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll update you if i say like i decide to change my uh my my wallet provider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then then you know we have a new sponsor, like a proper okay, like a proper right. <laughs> sponsor that buy our whole season. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. So, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, any last words to add? Anybody? No, that's it. I think uh, we can't really go further than HIV later in the year. Oh my goodness. Yeah. What's happening yeah. to this show? But yeah, okay. It is what it is. Uh, I hope you continue to have fun and learn alongside together with us as we discover the ins and out of the space, lah, right? So uh, that's it for Blockcast this week. We will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey Coconuts, so yes, uh, I hope you enjoy this new show that we're building together with the team at Blockhead and uh, the goal is very clear, right? We're not here to shield any token or be a cheerleader for any project but we feel that there's a lot of development that's going on in this space that we could cover and continue to be a little bit smarter um, as investors. I mean, eventually you tune in every week to a financial podcast network so that you can be smarter with your investments and if it so happened, this is something that you're looking at the crypto space, Web3, Metaverse, all these kind of stuff then that is where we're trying to cover but not from the angle of like this is good that is bad but really trying to see it from like what is happening how is it developing and I hope you find this useful and interesting right so if you want to continue to get more coverage around the crypto space check out blockhead.co and then we will see you next week 